the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. show thanks for joining us this is the boys of tech episode 301 for tuesday the 18th of october 2014 my name is edwin herman i'm here in the studio joining me over a skype connection is my friend and co-host brett king welcome to the show brett ahoy hoy. hey brett uh, you're sounding pretty chirpy this morning mm-hmm. i found four stories i want to talk about and i know the first one we're going to have a, a, a difference of opinions. So that, <laughs> I can feel it already. And you haven't even said a word about it yet. And I haven't either. It's the, the hoverboard. Uh, and before you jump in, Brett, uh, let me just explain to our listeners. There is a, a, a new concept product that's been launched on Kickstarter. It's a hoverboard, kind of similar to what you might expect, uh, or, sorry, what you might have seen in the Back to the Future movies. Not anything like it. But... <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take you to, to throw in your, your, your two cents. Um, and, it, it you know, you, you just get on the skateboard-looking device and it hovers an inch above the, the ground. There's a few details I've left out, such as, you know, the surface it hovers over has to be a conductive surface that is non-ferromagnetic, so aluminium, copper, that kind of thing. And, uh, so not grass, not water, mm. not the sidewalk, not the road. Not anywhere that you would want to use a hoverboard. So, Brett, you're not sounding particularly enthused about this. Uh, it's not product. a story. It's it's a nothing. Like all of the wired media put out a story about this thing. Oh, look! Somebody's finally put up a made a hoverboard that works. Yay! And they did it once, and not a peep since. All of them had one thing, one story on it, a tiny story in pretty much every single case points to the Kickstarter for this device. And of the few people who have actually tried it, they're like, yes, it hovers. Yes, it's got serious limitations. And it's really, really difficult to control. <laughs> okay, it's, it's bad. One of the limitations I think you're referring to is it is battery uh, battery operated and yeah. its runtime is yeah. limited to seven minutes. Seven minutes of hovering. In an uncontrollable fashion, or a very difficult to control fashion. How long do you reckon you have to charge it for? So seven minutes of joy for two hours, maybe more. Yeah, look, that's a good question. Okay, Brett. The thing, the reason I'm excited about it, and also on top of a conductive surface. How many people do you know have a large surface that is all made of copper or aluminum? Okay, look. Here's the thing, Brett. If I was expecting this product to be something that I can buy in the store and use, I would be disappointed. But I'm not because I don't expect that. This is a concept product. And you know what? I see... With no purpose. No, no, there is. I see this. I see this being used. I'll tell you exactly where. At a fairground attraction. That is the only place and you could get far cheaper attractions that are going to last for far longer. 
There may be so, but I, one, I still think... Look, how I think much if, is the power bill going to be for the place that has to not only charge all the batteries for this, but the outlay cost for all of the extra batteries they're going to have to buy yeah. for the seven I, minutes of joy somebody's yeah. going to get? I don't know. The look, liability looking, insurance they're going to get for the six and a half minutes it'll take before the large person standing on it has the board suddenly give out, hit the ground, and then faceplant... Come on. It's it, it, a non-event. Look, if I'm at a fairground and I'm looking at the bumper cars on that metallic service or a different metallic service and see the hoverboards, you know where I'm going to go? I'm going to go to the hoverboards. I'm going to give that thing a go. Yeah. No, you're not. Because it's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. It is, it is a non-event. It, it, it is a non-event. Look, they're getting something to hover over some copper or aluminium or some other... Yeah, yeah, and the first is, is 10 that, that cool? idiots who, who pledged to the Kickstarter for 10 grand each get one of these boards in October 21st, 2015. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. And they Look, get they, their they were asking for two- joy for two hours worth of thing and their broken noses and all of the other associated things for this thing not working as, as a hoverboard. Look, it's they, a they, were, they, were, they were asking for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's it was it's well over three hundred thousand. It's heading towards three fifty four hundred. Maybe might make it to four fifty. Indeed, for something that hovers over metal, my God, we have had maglevs for years. The first patent on magnetic levitation is one hundred nine years old. Not new technology. Yeah, but this, this is this using maglev. Yes. It's using eddy currents. It's inducing current oh, in yeah, the conductive okay. surface Look, okay, to repel the rotating magnets in the engines themselves. Yeah, but n- never have we had it in a device that is not a lot bigger. It is thicker, I know this, but not a lot bigger than a skateboard. It, we've never had it in such a small device. We're, we're talking. Yeah, about- because nobody's thought to do it because anybody who's thought of it has gone, well, the battery power is going to last for a couple of minutes and only an idiot with vast amounts of money that could be going to some better cause would want to buy one. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I, I realise you can't use them as they did in Back to the Future. I understand it that. It is not but a hoverboard. A it, it is a board attract- that hovers, but it is not a hoverboard. A, a fair the ground- technology is not new. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool device. I, I like it. I, I'd love one. I, I wouldn't. Look, I'll be honest with you, Brett. Well, I'm, I'm not going to fork out 10,000 US dollars. That, but- that has magnetic levitation in it. Ed, yeah. you give me 10 grand and I will pick up one of those novelty pens that hovers in its holder Look, from I'm, the $2 shop. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, but... Mm. Magnetic levitation has existed for a very long time and this is not oh, a new no, concept. But, uh, it is a novel cool way. The, it, I, the, uh, the biggest part about this is it was an architect who came up with the idea so that he could levitate houses to stop them from being damaged in an earthquake. And I would have thought the architect would have realised that the conductive surface is still connected to the ground and it is still wobbling. And so the induced current is going to make the, the induced magnetic fields is going to make the house wobble anyway. No, I don't think it will because the magnetic, no, it won't. Because it it's, it's, it's only being induced where the source of it is. It doesn't matter Indeed. where. The- and so where in the areas where that suddenly conductive surface has moved away, that part of the house going to fall to the ground, isn't it? Yeah, but you only need an extra, I don't know, half metre or so. 
Uh, really? I, I don't know. Look, uh, uh, look. That aside, I think this is a cool thing simply because it is kind of like the Back to the Future thing. Uh, it is not, and not even close. <laughs> Brett's not, not cool. Not a story. Waste of money. They could have put it towards something like the Red Cross, cancer <laughs> uh, research, uh, children's look, hospitals. Look, look, I, I, it I, is a waste of money for technology that is not going to be used for anything that is good. Okay, if I brought one... We will have I, people I, on Mars before this is used for anything that changes the world. If I brought one into the office, you would you would look at it and say, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try it. And I said, if I offered you a, a go, would you, would you refuse that? Would you really refuse it? A go on this waste of money toy? <laughs> I would how, go... How much... Sure, I, I will. I will stand on it. I, I'm not giving you any money to do it because that's dumb. <laughs> it is yeah. not an event. God, it's going to fly by night. Every place that's talked about it talked about it once, and not ever since. Hell, the Segway when it was announced and brought and you know to the world's attention, it lasted longer. Sure, most of the commentary that came up for it after the fact was, wow, that was a disappointment. And it is still a very much a niche market in mm. and of itself. We've had that for freaking ages. It yeah. made more of an impact on transportation and the world than this thing ever will. It, but this is the thing, Brett. I don't it's think- not even revolutionary technology. I don't think the inventor is suggesting that this, as is, will be like what the Segway is. I mean, they say on they they acknowledge on the site. You know, you need it to run on a on a non uh, iron based metal surface. It's not meant, but for, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that what it's meant for and and what it, its use cases are, such as a fairground attraction, is the main one I can think of. I think for that purpose, it's brilliant. Oh, it's not. It is still going to be too expensive to do. Well, let's 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 give time. You let's give it time. Example: bumper cars, significantly cheaper to run. Well, I don't know. Than this. Well, let's let's and wait and see. Safer. Uh, yeah, but you know, hey, we we all because like a little bit of risk. Because have to, you know, do things that are not going to injure their people. Because well, the liability insurance in fairground attractions would be horrible. Come on, people were saying that about the Segway, and you can go on these Segway tours. You know, it's it's not. Yeah, because the Segway has built-in safety features and redundancy. People still this come thing. off them. People, st- I've seen people come off them. Yeah, uh, you know, and and it looks pretty. It can it looks like it can be pretty nasty, but it's like anything. There's some risk in it, and I think the hoverboard is the same thing. I I, I can see it being a fairground attraction. I. I- Okay, I think we'll move on to the uh, next story. I can see it being a fairground attraction in, in a fairground that has plenty of money to waste on something. Okay. All right, all right. Brett has spoken. Brett, let me get you excited about this next story then, because I well, it's I, I know not you, a thing. I, I know you'll be it's not even revolutionary technology. I, I saw the story and I go, oh my god, somebody has come up with a way to <laughs> levitate something. How uh, the hell have they? Oh, what all right, the hell? All right, all right. What the let, hell is this? It is old technology. It is not new. It's <laughs> okay, let's not even a usable hoverboard. Let it me move on to the next story. Let, let me move this right on. Here we go. Okay, forget the hoverboard. <laughs> it's we done and dusted. Right, moving on. You're going to like this more than the last story. Someone has come up with a uh, a new concept for a, a, a smart watch, and I think this is great. And I don't know why others haven't gone down this route either. Onyx, the uh, developers of E Ink, 
have come up with an e-ink-based smartwatch. Isn't that so much better? That is very cool. That yeah. is going to um, significantly increase the lifespan of the battery. Oh, bar. yeah, big like- time. Big time. <laughs> Yeah. And the the thing I like about it is that, you know, you don't really need the watch to be changing its display or, or, you know, uh, animating constantly. Indeed, you do not need a ultra high definition display on a one and a bit inch wrist device. You only need it when you're looking at your watch. You don't need to be seeing fancy pictures of stuff. Isn't that what you bought your silly iPhone Plus for (laughs) (laughs) with its high definition screen? Plus. So you can, isn't that what I said? iPhone Plus. Oh, yeah. Well, six plus, whatever. Yeah, six plus. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. I know about. what you mean. So does everybody else in my rants. <laughs> yeah, you look, don't need to be looking think, at your grandchildren on a tiny little screen when you've yeah. bought your massive phone. No, which is that's just right. sitting in your bag. You can actually not be lazy and pull the phone out of your bag. <laughs> um, no, no, you're right. I, look, I agree with you. And Brett, with a bit of smarts, the phone can figure out whether you're holding your wrist up to look at it and uh, it can do a quick update then, you know. This thing could last for a long time on one charge. Yes, it could. And not be the thing that you take off in uh, take off in the, you know, the evening, put on to charge and then forget to put on in the morning. Exactly. You said it. You said, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'm so with you on this one. I was so opposite opinions on the other story, but I'm, I'm exactly uh, with you on this one. It's a very cool device. It's a very cool idea. And, yeah, I'm surprised nobody thought of it sooner. Yeah. Well, Onyx They're all, oh, we've got to have a flash color screen, oh, blah, blah, blah. Hells no. Hells no. no. It's not, a freaking watch. Not for a, exactly. exactly. It's on your wrist. You use it for answering, <laughs> answering calls, maybe, and looking up other bits of information. And the rest of it should be taking to the device that you're smartwatch is paired with. Exactly. Um, so Onyx have done this. It is only, we should say this, it is only a concept one at this stage, but like the hoverboard, it doesn't have a touch screen. It's got buttons on the side. It is not going to be a necessarily a production release. It is a prototype. So it's a prototype and they are going, you know, of course it can be touch enabled, but... Yeah. So what we're saying is watch the space, right? Because we will, this will develop into something. Indeed. If they can... You know, if there's a lot of hype around this, we might see other manufacturers looking at e-ink as well. And so we might see smart watches that, you know, you can put on your wrists and keep it there for a week before you need to take it off and charge it. Wouldn't that be radical? That, that, that would be like an actual watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What watches are supposed to be like? Indeed. They're supposed to be, you put it on, you forget about it. Yeah. Now, Brett, can we talk about Skype? Because... When Skype was sold to Microsoft a while ago, I wondered how long would it take before Microsoft released some features only available to a Microsoft platform? And finally, it has happened. Microsoft has released a new feature for for Skype on Windows Phone only at this stage. And it's a little doodle feature where you can do a little doodle and uh, send it across to any of your contacts. So the feature itself isn't groundbreaking, but I, I guess the angle the, the angle <laughs> I'm taking on this graffiti. Yeah. Well, the angle I'm taking on this is I did wonder whether, and I don't know whether this is just because it's a, a new feature or whether like Microsoft are deliberately going down the route of giving Windows OS premium features. There, I think it's they've got a test ground and they're using that as a test ground. And it's easier to develop their test ground for what they're developing everything else for than it is to develop their test ground for other things. 
Mm. And it does give that kind of little push of, you know, if you want to test this thing, then you should have a Windows phone. But I think it'll roll out to all of the others. Well, you know, companies do do what, you, what you're saying. The, the one thing that makes me think perhaps slightly differently about this one is that there was no announcement, like there usually is, that this will be rolled out to other platforms in due course, et cetera, et cetera. There was none of that. Well, probably because they're currently scratching their head as to whether or not they'll actually keep it. Yeah. It might be a thing that they're putting their toe in the water to decide whether or not it's going to be something that they continue to develop. Yeah, they well, also you know, did not it, announce whether or not it'd be coming to the desktop version of Skype. Yeah, so you're right. It's Windows Phone only. It's it's not Windows Desktop OS at this point either. So that that's that's a good point. So maybe it is just a test ground. But you know, I, yeah, I don't know. The the skeptic in me says, oh, it might be for you know Windows. Microsoft only OSs, but yeah, but that's probably the same part of you that thinks that that hoverboard is a hoverboard. <laughs> you had to bring that back up, didn't you? You had to bring up the. <laughs> All right, one last story then before we uh, wrap this up. You didn't. The- you didn't mention the other thing about Skype, oh, which is that? part of that same update that came to Windows Phone. Oh, HD. Yeah. Yeah, HD screen support. So your doodles can be in high definition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Send me a doodle in 1080p, please. Go on. Uh, I can send my wife an HD heart uh, instead of a low-res pixelated one. <laughs> I don't think she'll care. I really don't think she'll care. Either way. <laughs> you know. Okay, let's talk about Facebook. This I found very interesting. I've wondered for a while whether Facebook bit like YouTube, might introduce a dislike button, a thumbs down button. You probably know in YouTube you can vote up uh, and you can vote down videos and you can look at the different ratio of good to bad and you get an idea of how well the video is like. Sorry? Did I say... I we're talking about Facebook. Yeah, no, no, I'm YouTube. talking about... Um, I'm giving the analogy with YouTube. Now, on uh. Facebook... You can only like something. You cannot give a, a vote down. You can't give a, a dislike. There is no dislike button. And there's a good reason for that. It's deliberate. Mm. Facebook have explained it. They, they, the reason they say they're not going to do it, there isn't one and there never will be one, is because they find that there's a lot of negativity associated with a dislike button. And also, usually, when you thumbs down something, there's usually a reason behind it. And they would rather someone explain their reason why in words. So make a comment, I don't like this because, or this is Indeed. not good for, or this is not good because. Because the, the, the like button filled the niche of people who agreed with something, but didn't feel that it was worth making a comment on. Exactly. Cause you can I have, agree with that, but my comment is going to be, I agree. I agree, exactly. And so they found that at the beginning, there were just a lot of comments that were, I agree, or yes, yep. or cool, or single words like that. So they decided after a, well, apparently a hell of a lot of debate, uh, that a like button That's right. yeah, <laughs> would a- allow, would fill that niche of people who really agree with something, but don't have the words to fill in a comment. Well, that's the Whereas thing. Somebody as, does as agree you said, with something generally has plenty of words to fill in. A oh, comment. exactly. And you, you, you've said it exactly. I mean, that's the thing. You can often when you agree, it's just like, or when you like something, like, yeah, I really like this. Yeah, it's cool. It's great. I agree. I like it. There's not much more to say. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, you know, when you disagree or don't like something, there's usually some words and reasons around that. And 
you know, making a comment like that might be far more constructive and uh, offer more insight. So there you go. There's never going to be, according, well, as far as they, they know, there's never going to be a, uh, a dislike button in Facebook for those reasons. Indeed. Also, it breeds negativity. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that at the start. That's the thing. There's so much. There's a lot of negativity with it. Facebook uses likes to market things to you, so they don't care what you don't like. They care about what you like because it allows them to then put those ads in front of you because you're more likely to click on those and get their money. There you go. <laughs> I, look, I, I, I found it interesting as to why because I did wonder. I, I thought, well, you know, YouTube do it for videos and other, lots of other sites you can vote up, vote down and you can mm-hmm. look at, you know, and, and some sites you can't and one of the ones you can't is Facebook. Why not? That's why. There you have it. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think I'll uh, wrap up episode 301. How's that? I'm surprised, Dad. You have not mentioned Lollipop. Lollipop was announced. Oh, that was uh, two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, was two weeks we didn't ago. talk about that at all. Uh, yeah, look, I... Actually, we not have talked about Lollipop. Uh, actually, I thought we did mention, I thought uh, on an episode with Ben, we may have mentioned it, or maybe uh, even three weeks well, ago. Well, I wasn't there. So no, you weren't there. <laughs> no, you weren't there. But anyway, uh, yeah, look, look, OS, whatever it's called, is, is uh, Android Lollipop is out. <laughs> there you go. We've mentioned it. Think good enough. Can I wrap up the show now? Nah. I'm going to anyway. There we go. That was it. Episode 301. Brett, I want to thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure to disagree with you. (laughs) Absolutely. Makes it interesting. And uh, when I do get one of those hoverboards, I'll bring it into the office. Okay. (laughs) Thanks very much, everyone. See you next time. Till then, goodbye. Ciao.